1: Alright guys, welcome back to Rick Shields Golf Show podcast everybody, I'm your host Rick Shields, I'm here with producer Guy, or co-host Guy shall I say. Thank you. Episode 98? Yes. Fast approaching episode 100. It's getting
2: scarily close and we actually went to the venue the other day of the, the live podcast that's coming in a couple of weeks, getting serious.
1: Were you more confident or more nervous after that? More nervous.
2: <laughs> Four and three people are going to be sat there watching us talk nonsense for an hour and a half, two hours. More nervous, 100%. Well...
1: We've got two people on the podcast today who are not nervous in front of big crowds because many times they have played golf in front of big crowds. Mm. And, well, comfortably I can say this, we've got more European Tour table, more European Tour wins on this table than we ever have before. Collectively, the four of us... Between the four of us, there's four European Tour wins. <laughs> One each. Easy numbers, you know. Easy well, numbers. Quick math. We've got Sam Horsfield. Thanks yes. for coming on. Thank you for having me. And we've got Hayden Porteous... Yes. Both European Tour players, both kind of in Manchester today. We filmed the video with Sam, and you kind of featured a little bit on the back nine as well, Hayden, which we'll come on to. But we just want to chat. Two young lads living the dream out in the European Tour. Is that the case? Is it living the dream? Sam?
3: Yeah, it is living the dream. Um, you know, we get to travel the world for 25 weeks of the year. Yeah. Um, and play the game that we love to play. Um, you know, it can test our patience at sometimes, but um, you know, we got to be pretty fortunate um, to be able to do what we get to be able to do. And you know, these last eighteen months of the in the world, it's been you know being pretty crazy. And um, you know, for us to be able to be able to continue to play golf during the
1: majority of that is, you know, it's, we've been pretty lucky. Yeah, it is amazing. It's funny here, Sam, because I want to just kind of set the scene for a lot of people listening. Um, you're from Manchester.
3: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> the accents changed. I know yeah, the accent. <laughs> I sound Manchester. like it, right? You do. Can you do a Mank? No, yeah. I, cannot. I cannot. Can you do American Rick? <laughs> yeah, sure can. That's not bad. No, That's not bad. bad. Not a problem. I think it's because I've been spending all day with Sammy here. Yeah, yeah. It's, yep. it's kind like of clubbing me, Texas. I, I do. I do. I go very southern when I when I go American. Um, so, Sam, you were uh, obviously. As it, I mean, even got your Wikipedia here in front of you. Not that I need it open. <laughs> but you were born in Manchester. Yep, yeah, I was
3: born in uh Manchester-style area. Um, lived here until I was five and then um, moved over to the States then and um, grew up there, learned to play golf there. Um, went to the University of Florida, played my college golf there, and now I'm back here on the European tour.
1: Nice. And how long are you back in the UK for this kind of spell?
3: Um, so I've done... Um, let's see, we got next week, Dunhill is next week, and then I have like a month off. Um, but I'm currently on week six, and uh, so six out of seven weeks for me. Wow, away from home. Away from home, yep, six out of seven. That must be hard. Yeah, I think Hayes on, He's on a few more than me, yeah, but yeah. It's,
4: uh, you know, as, as Sam said, it's, it, it's been a pretty tough 18 months, uh, with COVID. Um, yeah, I haven't been home since mid-March. Uh, so it's been pretty difficult obviously going back to South Africa um puts me at high risk of COVID or bringing back the South African strain so I've decided it's probably best for me to stay in Europe and uh you know just sort of go through life you know go through the tour you know week by week and yeah um obviously not ideal but um you know, as Sam says, you know it's it's the game that we love, and, and yeah. you know to to be able to play the game that we love, we we need to travel, and unfortunately during this time it, it it has been difficult. But you know we still as as we as we like to say that you know it's it's the game that we love. So, do not ask me to try and do a South African accent. <laughs> that, well. That's one I really struggle <laughs> with. Yeah, I was quite lazy. I think it's it's.
1: Normally, if I, if I hear an accent, I can kind of not listen, I'm not great, but I can kind of <laughs> can South you? African. I can't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, with, I with think the accent.
4: normally, normally guys go to or go for the go to, which is hazard, hazard,
1: hazard yeah, like a cricket hazard. term, yeah. But how's exactly. that? Yeah, exactly. But how's it
4: exactly? So we would normally greet each other with that. Um, what else do I do? So you say um, brew? brew, brew is brew like yeah. for bro, yeah. yeah, pretty much. So I'll, I'll, I'll. Change depending on my mood. It's probably like bro or brew, or boy.
1: Yeah, boy. He loves boy. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that one. <laughs> is there is there any like mad like words that you I wouldn't even understand if and you might say it all the time?
4: Um maybe schmark, which means like I like. Oh. Yeah.
1: In fact, I, I thought that was gonna be a negative.
4: No. Schmark is like yeah, schmark for that.
1: Schmark. Wow. Yeah. S M A R
4: K. I wouldn't say that's slang. I would say that's more Afrikaans. But we have quite a. I would say we intertwine our languages a little bit in terms of our slang. I Okay. Um. So brew could obviously also be, you know, from an Afrikaans Afrikaans side. That's that's mad.
2: What words do you say, Rick? In it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in it.
1: Um. I don't know what else to say. I've got. I've got you a lot. Saying sick a lot. Sick class. 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 I say class. class quite a bit. Yeah. Sick class. Uh four. Shout four a lot. I do shout <laughs> four is. a lot. brother. too often. You can never be too safe. Yeah, yeah never. Never. never be too safe. Um you both have won twice on tour. And quite recent, yep. I'm saying quite recently, because your, your victories were last year, Sam, weren't they? Last it? year, yeah. You literally went, win. Was it about summer last year? The yeah. The
3: COVID king. Yeah, yeah. The COVID king. Yeah, during the summer of last year. Uh, I, think,
4: I think he's the only player to go m- Yeah, ever. In, win. Yeah, in European tour history. You're the ever.
1: only player in European tour history to go win... Mm-hmm. Miss cut, mm-hmm. win. That's yeah. outrageous. Mm.
2: How does that even happen? We mentioned this on the course before, but I don't know. We, we almost spoke too much on the golf course. For the video that's coming very soon, it's going to mm-hmm. be absolute fire. But you said that. How you went? Win. Mm. Miss cut. Win. How on earth? Obviously, you played amazing golf in that spell. How did you miss the cut? And what? Like, how? Well, how did you win first up? Then how did you go win? Miss cut.
3: Win. You just. You, you can probably speak to it a little I bit think, too, I but when when you win, you just it takes a lot mentally out of you and you know after it being my first win as a professional um i just was not
4: there the I second week i know what happened <laughs> i think we sunday, all know what sunday happened sunday
1: night you and hayden hit the town and who uh, you've got well, tr- we
4: didn't we didn't actually even hit the town we couldn't even make it out of the hotel bar cuz oh of yeah, COVID rules. yeah <laughs> but at
3: uh, the sunday night at celtic manor with yep. hayden, it was me hayden and uh, one of our other friends, Sean Crocker, it would got a, it got a little messy in there until about three AM, I think.
1: Really? Well, yeah,
3: it was yeah, it did. What's it like when you win an event on tour? I mean,
2: obviously certainly your first one, I imagine your phone's blowing up. Mm. It must be a feeling of obviously like kind of relief, I'm guessing. Something that I guess you guys, as being such good golfers, almost did you expect to win? Like we how does that actually feel?
4: What's the emotions on that night? It's actually you know, a lot of people w- when I when I won my first my first at, at Joburg Open, a lot of people told me to enjoy it. Um, I didn't really understand what they were trying to say to me, and the night sort of happened quite quick. And um, the next day, I was on my way. I had obviously full European Tour status, um, and I was on the flight to Abu Dhabi. You know, playing with the world's best golfers in the world, and. Um, you know it was just so surreal that you know those first 48 hours that I didn't actually take it in I didn't didn't actually realize what I had actually done until I would say even till now you know now that I'm I'm struggling a little bit on the tour and it actually makes you realize that you know you, you sort of take things for granted and you know how how difficult it actually was to get over the line um and uh, and and in some way, I, d- I, d- I do sort of get unhappy with myself for, for taking that sort of stuff for granted, you know, yeah. because, you know, this game is a, is, is a very strange game. And, and when it's going good, it's easy to sort of flow through life. And yeah. When you're struggling, it, 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 you know, it's it really is, you know, it's a game that, that sort of grounds you you almost want to bottle that kind of confidence and that feeling exactly, straight after yeah. a win. Exactly. I mean,
1: the, only, the only probably comparison I have, and, and probably you have as well, Guy, you, you both aren't obviously married, are you? No. For me, I think a lot of people say it about your wedding day. You like,
3: told me, yeah. When the other day.
1: Your wedding day. Like I feel like people who've been married always say, any tips? And they'll go, just enjoy it. Just it enjoy so the day. It'll go so quick. And you think, well, what does that mean? What mm. do you mean enjoy? Of course I want to enjoy it. Like, yeah. But it is. It, it's. it's sometimes looking back at it after a few days and you go... Oh yeah, God, that did go quick. Mm. And maybe did I enjoy it as well as I could have done? Did I really soak in everything? It's almost like in hindsight sometimes when you when you make a victory or you play great, mm. you kinda go, that's because it's the moment that you're in, yeah. you kinda don't realise, God, I've got to absorb all this. Give me more yeah, exactly. of this. Exactly. It's when you go a couple of days later and, and, you know, you're looking back at it, you might think, Oh yeah, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah. I did that. Yeah, mm.
4: exactly. You know, it wasn't wasn't so long ago where uh, Sam and I were in Ireland and we were sitting with Rory just having a chat you know and and it all happened so quick that it's not really something that you sort of can understand it, you know when when you're playing when when you're sitting next to one of the worlds well in my eyes probably the world's best golfer in terms of flair and 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 just the way that he plays yeah you know when when you're sitting across the table from him He's just a normal guy. You know, you, you you are taking in what he's saying, but you're not actually, if you were to actually step back and look at it from another lens, and, and actually think, I'm actually sitting with one of the world's <laughs> best golfers in the world, just yeah. having a conversation about, you know, his wife and, and you know, his, his whole life, you know, Amazing. his personal life. It's just it's, it's incredible.
1: But in a weird way, that's what you guys are trying to be
4: yeah yeah
1: like even though you sat there with him and and probably think this is Rory McIlroy you guys are trying to compete against him you guys are trying to be the next Rory McIlroy whatever Mm. it may be that must also be weird Sam because you've you've obviously played with him a few times you said
3: yeah
1: we've just been watching a bit of the Ryder Cup so we're actually recording Mm. this on a Friday so we don't we unfortunately don't know the results but obviously we're presuming Europe won yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so we might be wrong there um for you there Sam like when you're playing with like Rory and you're watching him on TV as we're just done, mm-hmm. do you see that much of a separation between you and and the the, the best of the best?
3: No. Um, you know, I feel like <clears throat> golf wise I'm you know, I got all all the shots and all the the tools to, you know, be competing every week in, week out with them. Um, you know, it's just for me doing it in a um more consistent manner. Um, like, you know, like I said, week in, week out, um, you know, and I know that I can do it. Um, you know, the people around me know that I can do it, but it's just about getting myself there, um, and giving myself, you know, opportunities.
4: Um, you know, I watch. It can, it can sometimes just be a mental click. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you, if you look at even the top golfers on the European tour, a lot of these guys have the potential to be Ryder Cup players. Yeah. But it's more of a mental aggression or determination drive. Like I, I don't know if Sam understands what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do know what you mean. It's, no. it,
3: it, it's like getting it done when, you know, you don't quite exactly have it or, you know, you're not quite feeling it. It's... Digging deep in certain
1: situations
3: and... It's a belief you know, getting system, it I done, think. Getting it done and knowing that you can get it done.
1: I've always thought tour pros think differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I put you both in that category. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, you think differently. And I guess then there must be some sort of levels of that process as well. Like, mm, you'll differently. think differently compared to a potentially maybe a challenge tour player, let's say, for example. Yeah. But then from you, PGA tour player might think differently. And then you get into like the top 20 players in the world, might think differently. And you get to the top yeah. five players in the world. And again, mm. they may think completely differently again.
4: Well, I mean, if you if you, if you you look at Brooks's comments, you know, not that I'm going to call him out on it, but, you know, he he was talking about the fact that he sees him winning as many majors as Tiger. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then DeChambeau <coughs> sort of broke down, you know, the yeah. amount of majors that he had won and, and the win percentage and so on and so forth. Do you believe that comment, by the way, or do you think it's something he's saying for publicity or clicks? I I kind of think that he's saying it as almost planting a seed in his mind that that's where he would like to get his career to. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't know if he believes in it right now, but he may believe in it in five years if he keeps telling himself that. Yeah, yeah. That's my theory on it. I mean... I just think he's
3: just Talking out of his ass personally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want my honest know. opinion, but <laughs> yeah, we want that. That's great. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I just, just don't think I just, me and actually my caddy were talking about this the other day, the day after he made the comments. There will, you know, I can never say there'll be never, you know, another Tiger Woods, but you know, some of the stuff that that man has done in the game of golf, um, you know, it's just. Unbelievable! It, um, it's you know,
1: un, it's untouchable to, to
3: I mean everybody really. No like one
4: through the 2000s. You I mean, was
3: incredible. Tiger Woods' stat on made cuts is literally the most mind blowing thing I've ever heard. It's like 100, you what it is. It's like 143 straight made cuts or something ridiculous. You, you know what? I, I mean, I, I just don't know how that's possible. I'm actually annoyed that
2: I started golf in '97, similar to Rick. When obviously Tiger won the Masters, and I was six years old then. So I grew up with him. But he's real massive. Was it's 2 to 0-5? He was yeah. just unstoppable. Yeah. I kind of was old enough to know what was going on, but also not old enough to realise how much of a, like...
4: How legendary how, he Exactly was. that.
2: Th-
1: th- Phenomenal well, Yeah, if you're yeah. watching
2: football now, like soccer or whatever, everybody in the, everybody knows now that Ronaldo and Messi are absolutely just legends, and you're mm. watching greatness, and, and to almost take it all in, because he's not going to be there forever. But I feel like I didn't get that with Tiger. I just took it for granted. Yeah. And like you yeah. said, imagine every week somebody making the cut, making the cut, like yeah. four I mean, years. I
3: mean, were, I've, you know, I have a close, close relationship with, with Ian and, you know, he was up there a few
1: times. This in. is Poulter for people. Yeah. You just, they're just dropping Rory and Ian in. Like, <laughs> you know what I want? Like, Sorry. We chat about Matt Sorry. and Harry and whatever. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're name droppers, aren't we? <laughs> <here? laughs> Let me just get the sound effect. <laughs> Sorry, that was just, the was just a name dropping on the table. Um, on. So you've, be, you've become quite pally with Ian Poulter. yeah.
3: So, but you know, when Tiger would get, you know, if you would see a W come on the board, you know, Terry, the guy who manages me, who was caddying for Ian all these times, you know, you would see a W on the board, and you would know exactly what's coming. You know, what and, do you mean by that? Well, just know that he, people are gonna back down from him, and then you know he's gonna. Oh, go, have you seen Woods? On yeah, the yeah, board. yeah. That's sorry, what I meant. I what sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I meant W as in yeah. for Woods. Yeah. Um, you know, and he. I just don't see anybody having that sort of effect that, on the game, you know, that he, he had on it. Was, on he it was something everything special. about his game, though, wasn't it? He was, like,
2: long off the tee, certainly back in those days compared to the, yep. the average golfer. His iron play was
1: phenomenal. Put in, his putting, his mentality. You're also, what Hayden said before about he had that flair, mm. Mm. that creativity. Mm. How many times did he hit it out of position? I mean, I've, I've still never seen anybody in that position on the 16th hole at Augusta. No. You know, when he chips in? No. Well, don't see anybody there, yeah. No, really. No.
2: The guy that's in it there doesn't get TV coverage, that's no. why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's out on Sunday, goes and holes it from the side of the green.
4: But it's incredible because it's like, you know, we talk about his iron play, but then on 16, you think, how has he hit it there yeah, with yeah. such an exceptional iron play? And, exactly.
3: then, and then the shot against Ricky at Memorial, was that? The flop shot off that down slope? Yes. Oh yeah, when
1: it was going, everything was falling away from yeah. him towards the water. Yeah, that a joke. What was
2: the bunker one with the club twirl, the Fairway bunker. Oh,
1: that was fairly. Tory was that fairly was recently? A years ago. Yeah, when Tory he, when Tory, oh, he yeah. sliced it around. Yeah, oh,
3: that was, no, that was uh, d- a massive draw. W- was it? No, no, a massive slice around the tree in WGC in Mexico. That was fairly
1: recently, wasn't it? it that
3: was that was in like ago, yeah. second
1: edition Tiger. Might be it
2: might be a silly question, but for you two. A little bit younger than me, but did you grow up adoring Tiger?
1: Yeah, for me, yeah. yeah he, he was my boy. Yeah, he's, yeah.
3: he's the reason why I play golf. Yeah. Um, and,
1: that, and that's mad because, so when, when was about the year you started playing golf? Can you remember?
3: When I was five, so 2001-ish time. So that's prime time yeah. Tiger. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and I just remember mm. seeing this guy on TV, and I thought he was a total badass when I was five, and I just wanted to be like Tiger, and
1: yeah. And in a weird way, you lived near him, yeah,
3: yeah, right? yeah. He was yeah. he was in Orlando. I was in Orlando, and um, you know, I remember going. I remember seeing him hit hit a flop shot somewhere. He did something crazy. Hit a flop shot somewhere, and we we lived on a golf course. And I went out the back, and I just tried to hit this flop shot for a couple hours. Just remember watching him <laughs> hit this thing, and I just obviously I couldn't do it. But <laughs> yeah, just just yeah, crazy. Have you had a chance to meet him? No. Um, not like I've met him, said hello, but that's it.
4: Um never it had must like have a been com- in Dubai, was at
3: Dubai? No, it was at the US Open at Pebble Beach a couple of years ago, yeah.
1: Imagine if you actually just turn around and went, Hey Sam. I know, I know, yeah. Incredible, wouldn't it? Mm. Love, love what you do.
3: I know. I mean I would just just fall over. <laughs> 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 at what point though, like seriously
2: now, I think I said to you both again, off camera before, but you've both won twice in the European tour. That is serious. So, like, I'd gu- I guess most guys in the European Tour obviously know the pair of you. Like, mm. I'm guessing Tiger has an interest in just general golf. At what point do those boys start to actually know who you are? Like, they, they must do. I they mean, must know, know who I know, you are. I, know,
4: I, I, th- I definitely think that the European Tour players, who you know the the Ryder Cup names, mm-hmm. as you would as you would call them, I think a lot of them really keep in touch with what's going on on the tour that they play, mm-hmm. um, even if they are in the states. I think they do have a have a real interest in what's going on because you know in a couple of years they may actually be playing with that person mm-hmm. yeah. you know um and I actually think you know going completely off topic I think I think that's why Europe in general well of late have been so strong in the Ryder Cup is yeah. because they have that sort of
2: bit more of a team mentality mm, so to
4: speak yeah that mm. you know as as we would say in South Africa yes. You know, which is like a support.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like good? a
4: spirit. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> not bad. But yeah, it's uh, yeah going off topic, but I, I really, I'm, I'm voting for Europe. Oh, that's well,
1: I don't know. We, again, this podcast is going to come out two days after it's finished, and so we, we might look like we might have egg on our face.
2: <laughs> Question for you, Rick. Go what would it. you rather do now? You walk out of here, right? Yeah. You go to get some petrol. Yeah you know what i'm gonna buy a scratch card Kay. okay just for a quid don't know why you do it 25 grand okay or you find out that tiger knows who you
1: are I fi- I find out that's it he
2: says like he goes and he does like a think oh yeah my son's always watching those youtube videos of Rich Shields. i go with tiger over 25 grand yeah yeah yeah. I I do do. At what point does that money stop though 50 grand not sure like... 150 grand on the scratch card or tiger knows who you are The pause, which I think you are go for
1: Tiger? I think, yeah. I think I would. I think I would. I don't know. Because it almost, in a weird way, and just to go back on that, it's almost weirdly not about the money. I know it sounds daft, but like a scratch card is just a a chance of luck. Where if Tiger or his son, whoever watches the videos and he knows where, that's like everything I've worked towards, like Mm. mission complete. Like Mm. number one goal on my list is Tiger to know who I am.
5: He might
2: that's well
1: it. pull pull to some watches, doesn't he? <laughs> we obviously, guy. as
2: we said last time, and obviously it's fitting today. But when um, we met Poulter at Woburn, yeah, yeah. And his son was saying, oh, yeah, watch the videos and stuff.
1: You know what? He was such a nice guy.
2: Yeah, Poulter. He's a
1: good dude. Really good. Like, dude. He gets a bad rap, doesn't he? Well, that's what I said before. For some
2: reason, I didn't dislike Poulter, but I didn't necessarily like him. I don't mm. quite know why. I thought it was. I've said this before. I thought he was a bit flash for all his Ferraris. I didn't know if he was a bit like. I don't know I, think I, think it was, I but in real life honestly he was so sound. I had so much time for us but also for Rick and chatted to
3: yeah. me as well he was class he's I always think. been really good to me
4: I think his self-confidence is a lot of the time misrepresented as yeah. arrogant yeah um, you can back it up there's though, nothing fair, can't and he? you know at the yeah. end of the day there's nothing he's a sportsman you know he's a professional sportsman you know being confident is what you need to do in a weird and way, I
1: feel like if he was American. Sorry to interrupt. If, I feel like if he's American, he'd almost be praised.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, you, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Brooks Koepka.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh yeah. Like, I'd you, say Kept was kind of worse for that. Yeah, if though. you probably exactly. look at the
1: two really strong-willed, strong-minded, confident above their kind of not their station to some degree, but Nick Faldo and Ian Poulter, and both of them have mixed responses in in the US. Let's say. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if it's being perceived as like. We, English are quite prim and proper, quite humble, mm. quite, yeah. like,
2: I don't know. We love an underdog who takes the mick out of himself, i.e. Uh, Marcus Armitage. Yeah. That's what people over and here bullet. want. Yeah, and, they and want beef.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we <can't> do that. <laughs> what
2: was that? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of like more realistic guy who feels more kind of relatable? That's what yeah. people seem to like more. But equally, there's nothing wrong with being confident if you've got the skill set to back it yeah, up, which yeah. clearly To has. Another question, then, speaking of Poulter, obviously he's never won a major yet he may well go on to, who knows. For you guys, like obviously winning a a European tour event was a massive goal, I'm sure that you've both done. At what point, and it might be obviously already there now, do you start with anything about majors? Does that come into like, do you literally now be thinking every year I've got potentially three, four chances to win a major or is it something you think I'm working
3: towards in three, five years time? It's more of just like a, um, just sort of a progression thing. Um, You know, I don't, I don't really like to put, um, you know, make goals around performance-based goals. I like to make my goals around, um, you know, making myself better in certain areas um, that I feel like I can. Um, got a lot of work, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 it's distance up today. Those drives that Hayden was bombing. <laughs> um, you know, so I wouldn't say, you know, I got, you know, X, Y, and Z amount of chances for the next X, Y, and Z amount of years. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think it'll happen when it happens sort of thing. You're,
1: you're almost controlling the controllables. Yeah. But you can
3: control what you in. can basically, control. Basically, I just want to, you know, make myself the best golfer that I can be and well,
5: see I what happens happening.
4: from there, you know. if I think if you, you know. play, if you play good enough golf for a long enough period, you're going to get yourself into situations that you, you know, you can actually think these things to yourself. Because yeah. right now, well, I'm in a situation where, I could potentially maybe get one major event. So, you know, the whole mentality is very different.
1: Get in in one major event a year.
4: Yeah. Whereas if you're getting into all four majors and then you're getting into all four WGCs, you know, all of a sudden the pressure's not really on you, you know, in terms of the fact that, oh, well, this is my only event that I can actually truly make a lot of money. Yeah, You know, for them, you know, for the guys who are at the top... You know, they have the cushion of being able to obviously play these events and still obviously play another, another regular season in Europe or in America. But it is quite nice to sort of have that cushion to know that you've got four WGCs, that you're getting sort of you know, yeah. pitch up and play, yeah. get paid, of course. you're going to sort of keep your card just with that cash almost. Yeah, it's crazy, what, isn't it? What, mm. what do you think is like? it's a question for Rick, and I'll see
2: how you two kind of answer it. I know you probably will have a very different answer. Might not look at it like this, but obviously, if you've never won a European Tour event, you might not necessarily expect to go and win a major. But how many European Tour events Rick, would you expect? Like, if someone's won ten times on the European Tour, do you think right they should be chasing for a major next? What is that number? Like, is it three? Is it five? Is it ten? Is it fifteen? Like, where do you see somebody like like so Fitzpatrick now has won six European Tour events but yep. never won a major. Do you feel like he's a kind of golfer thinking he needs to win one, or he's still got
1: time, or should, oh, I th- like? I think this, I think any player still got time. Phil Mickelson proved that this year. Mm. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, I think he was the first player to ever win in his fifties. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, a lot, all these tour pros, the best in the world, whatever. Matt Fitzpatrick, whether it's Lee Westwood, whether it's I- Ian Poulter that have not there's, won.
4: There's there's another guy who's playing probably <clears throat> the best golf of his life. Is Lee, Lee Westwood. Westwood yeah. Mm. You know he's. You know, a lot of people would say that he's towards the end of his career. He's playing the best golf the guy, of his career, hundred percent.
1: But who, who, who puts? Nobody well, needs to put a benchmark on well, it. Them, Lee Westwood's really?
2: won twenty-five times on the European Tour. Bernard Langer, but he's never won a major. But does so that mm. get spoken about? If he'd have won twelve, would it like?
1: You know what was horrible today? So I watched the first tee shots of Lee Westwood. Mm. Have a guess what the guys were sh- shouting? The American crowd like never won a major. Yes, where's your majors? Mm. Like, and, and I mm. think it's almost. Obviously, I'm sure he'd love to win one, don't get me wrong, but it's almost the media, it's almost the the preconception. like Nobody wants to be the best player that's never won a major. Yeah. Really, I don't know. But
2: equally, you're almost a victim of your own success to some degree. It's like Mm. until Finaud won recently. He'd not won for ages, and you're like, oh, he needs to win more. But it's because he's doing so well every week that you focus on the fact Mm. he's not won. Whereas, like, because Westwood's done so well over so long, that's why it sticks out more. Obviously, he hasn't won a major.
1: I think this year at Royal St George's, which I definitely want to come on to with Sam in a minute because he played in the Royal St George's Open this year. Was it the long? Was it the most? Oh, was it the most? Ma- most majors that anyone's ever played in? I think it was without winning one. Was it? I think I want to
2: say fifty. But that, might it was that might be something. Something more. Actually.
1: it was. It was huge amount of numbers that he's played in, but never won. But I'm sure he's done all right out of majors. Yeah, you he's know? not done too bad. No, I'm sure he's doing all I think right. He'll
4: be just fine.
1: <laughs> but then again, you look at somebody like a trying to think of uh, Brooks Kepka Like, Brooks Koepka's not won that many times. He's won
4: four majors, hasn't he? How many PGA tours? I think he's won more majors than he's won PGA tours. Regular PGA Tour titles, I think think he has. Has he won five majors? Four, he's won four three. majors, and three. I think
1: he's
3: won two or three regular PGA Tour titles.
1: Like he's almost the complete opposite way I think. around.
2: That's the way it's going to go more about it though, isn't it? These got because majors are such a focus, obviously for tour players, aren't
1: they? Certainly for the elite on the PGA Tour. But you look at now, like the best players in the world. Realistically, how many actual tournaments are they playing in? Yeah, let's, let's say Rory. How many? How many tournaments is he playing a year? So you got
3: the f- twenty. You got
4: eight,
3: well, you got eight, right? You got 22. four, four, and four, four WGCs, four majors. You toss in four, 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 <laughs> 20, around 20 ish. Sorry, I was doing the math. Around right. 20. <laughs> so. Maybe a, a little bit more, 20, quarter, 23.
1: Nearly a quarter of those tournaments are major tournaments.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, crazy, it's isn't it? on the on, on the US tour, every tournament's a major tournament. Because the money. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Oh, it's a joke. What's the difference in
2: it? If you went to a kind of middle of the road European tour event and the same event, if you like, on the PJ tour, how much would the winner get?
4: Difference. I'll let I'll let Hayden answer this question. Well, we played.
1: We, we <laughs> does it, why does he? He's had some experience here. No. As well?
4: no, yeah, no, no, Just, just. So we play Qatar during the same time as the players. If you win Qatar, that's what the caddy gets for the winner of the players. Oh my day!
2: So it's like tenfold, essentially. Wow.
1: Well, yeah, because you normally know ten percent. Yeah
4: that's what we're talking about well it was a
1: and huge paycheck at the so year. I, right? I mean the players is, then, the players is obviously and
4: yeah but they're also talking about the players getting tuned up even more <laughs> right and they're going to they're going to they're going to average every event almost at 10 million
1: i wonder we're talking crazy money man i wonder <laughs> what place you'd have had to come in the players to earn the same amount of money for the qatar open
4: i think you make a cut you make cut no, no you probably had to finish top 10 no, to, uh, think to about, make about one, it, bro. W- for fifteen million, we play for s- we play f- during a Rolex event, right? Yeah. We play for seven million. It's mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. You make the cut at a Rolex. You're making 30, 30 grand. So you're gonna make probably almost a hundred grand for yeah. just making the cut at the players I bet some yeah, of the blow, caddies right? yeah, on I'm the PJ. P- about 80 yeah,
3: it's somewhere
2: around there I bet some of the top caddies that on the PJ crazy, Tour yeah. are making as much as some of the good players on the European Tour well, it was
1: always it was it's always mad. like Steve Williams was the highest paid sports person in New Zealand yeah, right? yeah of all the t- ti- players and everything ta- like caddying for Craziness. Tiger
4: yeah that's it's mental the How US p- the US is blowing up with money yeah is that yeah. the goal guys
3: and it's you know it's a Tiger effect too you know I mean he moved decimal point not it. yeah the golf industry would not be anywhere, you know. He ca- he I,
4: came at probably the best time as well because that's when TV started really yeah, getting big time, and it. then social, yeah, me- yeah, and I know social and media. And social media was a
3: little bit later, but you know, well, even the internet was internet coming in. internet was coming in. You couldn't and, you know, really
4: place him at a better time. No, you know? it was
1: perfect. Yeah. Do you play the you you don't, do you have a PJ tour card? No,
4: Sam? I don't know. Have you had one though? No.
1: Is that the kind of goal for you then obviously yeah. we've been uh yeah. is that the goal for you as well hayden
4: i think i think that's the goal for any professional golfer really yeah, yeah, yeah. i would so, say but so let's
1: say someone like um i want to use richard bland for an example obviously he won last year yeah at the, at was it this year this year was it this year at belfry it was more recent than yeah, year. Year. Yeah. It was yeah i think it was this year yeah this year at the belfry he's been on the european tour forever could he have gone I don't know. I don't know the logistics. Like, could he have gone to PGA Tour if he wanted to, or is that more of a well, personal think, perspective for him? N-
4: no, I don't think. I don't think he. I think he was trying to get there. Right. Uh, I just don't think he really got over the line. So th- I think again, there's another guy who's playing the best golf of his career. Crazy, it's isn't it? And again,
1: an, a, a statesman, let's say, who's been out there forever.
4: Yeah. So I think if you gave him the option, you said, "Rich, do you want to go to the US Tour?" I don't. I think he'd bite your arm off. Just because sure. it's a huge more pay day I and mean, I mean it's would yeah, I
5: mean,
2: be
3: silly not to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you wanna plan that, yeah.
2: Is it better for traveling or not?
3: Because obviously
4: it's yeah, one country
3: yeah. but it's still a lot of traveling. I think I guess. they're quite good with following the coast. Yeah, or they or do. Well. They yeah, they, they schedule it really well. They uh you know, obviously they have the Florida swing, mm-hmm. um, California West Coast swing in California. So they do a really good job. But it,
1: it's like a proper moving circus yeah, anyway,
3: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the European tour, you know, pre- before before the pandemic hit. You know, they've sort of started to add tournaments in. There were some and there were curi-
4: some curious flights that we've had to do. <laughs> yeah, there was some. There, there was, was some. some strange ones. But, but, for but the, where general, you had to
3: like
1: go from yeah, we're doing triangles, around yeah. places.
3: But yeah. for the most part they normally do a pretty good job of, you know, yeah. keeping us close to where we don't have to, you know, fly fifteen hours.
4: Like flying flying from Morocco to China. Yeah, that's hairy. And then I think from China to Valderrama. I think that was what that was the hell, worst that's trip crazy. Of my life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like we're having a really nice chat and it's really insightful. And you know, I feel like we dived into a few things that I didn't really expect us to dive into. However, I'm enjoying it, and I hope everyone listening is mm. too. Talk to me, Sam, about this year playing in the open. Mm. What was that yes. like? That was your first open.
3: First open. That was probably the coolest experience I've ever had on a golf course. Um, you know, you walk from the putting green, you go up these stairs, um, you know, and you're just, you're walking across this bridge and you take a couple steps down and it just says, um, welcome and a picture of the Claret Jug right, right before you walk underneath the grandstands of the first tee. Um, you know, and you sort of walk through there and you see the Claret Jug on the left side and, you know, you got the grandstand around the first tee. Um, you know, I got there three minutes before my tea time, whatever. So I'm just sort of soaking it all in. That seems um, quite last minute. Yeah, I know. I'm always com. <laughs> always. My caddy, Mick, is always panicking, <laughs> flapping about me.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I get on the tee. Says, so it's now on the tee from England, Sam Horsfield. And I was putting the ball in the ground, and, you know, they all started clapping and going crazy, and I – Took a step back and I literally had goosebumps everywhere in my body and I just had to take I just had to stand there for a second and just sort of let myself calm down and just sort of chill out. I was like, "Dang, this is this is badass." That was that was probably the coolest experience.
1: Coolest or the scariest or the most nervous? No,
3: I wouldn't. It wasn't even nervous. Like I was just sort of just chilling. But that's that's a
1: bit cool. But
3: but it was just like. I don't know, just the atmosphere and just the whole thing going on, you know, and it was, there was, I think there was like Rory or someone big was like pretty close to me and pretty close in the tea time. So there was quite a lot of people around, um, you know, so it was,
1: it was really cool. And then you, did you strike one down first? I did, I did a
3: hit, I actually hit a little pop-up draw, um, Ooh. yeah, it was a little pop-up draw, but, uh, had a little adrenaline running, so it went, went pretty far, um, and then yeah, made par and I feel like I remember on. watching it.
1: Did you? Yeah, yeah I do. I feel like it, I watched it. It was a little pop-up draw if you remember watching it. <laughs> do you um so let's say your Aiden Sam's out playing in the open. Are you literally glued watching him?
4: No, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm glued watching it, but I I'm, I definitely have a lot more interest in it, uh, especially if I've some close friends, you know, participating. And uh I knew that Sammy was having a pretty good week you know, just playing with some of the players that he was playing with and you know i knew that he was that he was enjoying it cuz you know I, I i know exactly how he feels you know like to play in your first open is mm. is something special where, where about you, yeah. Was it true in your first one yeah truun was my my first when stanson won? yeah it's when uh fullmichael asked him about Stinson. his front
3: nine on thursday was it was yeah so front nine on thursday
4: yeah so you know <laughs> Same thing. First tee nerves, right? Play the practice round on Tuesday. First hole, you know, we sort of play the prevailing down off the ride. Yeah, no, this is this is four iron off the tee. Got to play short of the bunker. You know, just got to be all professional. You know, playing the open. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I feel like you didn't do that. <laughs> so we get into the first tee Thursday, and I look down at this four iron. They've called my name out already, and I look down at this four iron. It's a blade. And I think, there's, there's no ways I can, I hit, this. can, I can <laughs> hit this. And honestly, this what thought's going for your head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, my hands, I can't feel my fingers, right? And I'm standing there, and I, and I just turned to my caddy, Tom. I said, man, I, 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 need, I need the biggest thing we've got here. <laughs> and he's given me the driver, and I've just hit it up the left. Actually, a really, really good tee shot, considering. I've hit it up the left and ended up making two eagles, three birdies for uh, a thirty and lipped out on. You were leading the open. I was yeah. leading the open That's nine. how that's how his
3: uh, that's how his introduction <laughs> to the open was going. We came inside there, yeah. Yeah,
4: so I did, and it was and it was also on my side of the draw. I think I was fourth, right? So we got a pretty tough end of the draw as well.
3: A lot of those tournaments, the links
4: tournaments, I teed up, I teed mm-hmm. up. I te- on Friday. I teed up at four, four o'clock I think in the afternoon. Got off the golf course at about nine, and then was first out on Saturday. Oh my god! So I got off the course at nine, and then I was back on the range by like half five. What's yeah, the what pegging? What, it at six turned six. around
2: well though to come from early on Saturday to then finishing tied thirty.
4: Yeah, I shot. Uh, first off on on the Saturday, I think I shot sixty six, which moved me from like sixty. Fourth to 13th, or something. Wow, yeah, it was a pretty tough day on Saturday. Was that what I know? I'm guessing, don't if you had expectations going
2: into it, was it just making the cut, or like tied 30 for you first open? Must have been happy with that. I'm guessing. Well.
4: Those dreams were shattered when I would shot 30 in the front nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got one hand on the claret jug. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was already thinking where I was gonna take this picture, you know, <laughs> <the> Instagram, Instagram <laughs> caption,
3: all this stuff. Who am I gonna thank in
1: my speech? You know, <laughs> but like, um, that sounds like, like Rick. is. Oh, you're like, this is this golf is too easy. Yeah,
4: and uh, but little did I know that the back nine and Trueman is just it's it's a ridiculously tough back nine.
2: Uh, have you got a screenshot anywhere of you at the top of the leaderboard? That team, yellow mate? leaderboard. Yeah, I think I actually
4: do have that. I the yellow leaderboard. Yeah. That's sick. I do, but um, yeah, I ended up coming in, yeah, with an ambulance. so yeah, well. I ended up shooting oh well. under. But anyways, Uh-oh. oh well, oh oh,
1: and then this year, Sam, you played <clears> with Rory. I did on Sunday.
3: Sunday, yes, I did.
1: What was that like? Um, awesome. Um, you know, I've
3: gotten to play with him. And now that was my second time, um, gotten to know him a little bit. He's a great dude. Um, but just, you know, everything that he brings,
0: um, is just.
1: Crowd
3: just ridiculously more. It just brings, it just brings an extra it factor. What is it
1: like? Is it like four times bigger crowd or ten times bigger crowd? Or like that?
3: Yeah, it's kind of nice. To be honest with you, you're sort of like you're in your own tunnel. Yeah, dude, you're in the zone. Like you, you just sort of just see, you just sort of see fairway, see green, just sort of get on. I mean, obviously, you got a lot of commotion. Um, you know, like when but, we were.
4: I, I prefer more commotion uh, because yeah. I would, I would much rather have a sea of people moving mm. than just one guy with the brightest yellow jersey he could find. Mm. You know, mm. that's no, yeah, that's off point. Yeah, I
1: agree. Really?
3: Mm. Um, you know, but like the first, the first green. Um, you know, Rory, Rory was putting, and some guy just passed out on the side of the side what? of the green, and we just had to wait for. An ambulance or for like no five way, minutes. yeah, I didn't know that. It, no, but yeah, it, yeah, so you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, you know, a lot more commotion and stuff like that happens, yeah, it have no, it happens quite a lot, like it happened. It p- it w- what do you mean it
1: happens a lot?
3: I don't uh, get uh, it, it went more it, happened, yeah, our tea times in the afternoon got delayed 25 minutes because some, some de- dude had a heart, heart
4: attack. attack, oh my, my goodness. goodness, yeah,
3: and yeah. then his wife next to him passed out.
1: I feel like you never heard no like yeah. this stuff. No, no yeah. There's so There's a lot like of you stuff you
2: like
4: that. Feed, that would be... I know, no, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's quite... You know, it's I would say pretty I would hectic. I'd like, say, say twice a year. I'd say twice a year it probably happens yeah. where you know, one of the spectators, you know, either gets hit really badly with a ball or a mm. heart attack
2: or...
1: Was it Brooks that hits someone's eye that time?
4: Yeah, oh, yeah. No, that, that, was was a, that was at, at the Ryder there. Cup oh, in
3: Paris, yeah.
1: Well, I remember reading something where Tiger, if it was a huge crowd and he knew if he finished his hole if as soon as the ball went in the hole everyone would run to the next mm, team. Yeah. Mm. so he would try and do as best he can to make sure he put it last mm, in the yeah. group mm. does do, did you see that Rory did any of that or not really no no um and, and i don't do think you, it's the same is it it's but, not it, but, but do no. you find that do you find that when when people like you playing with Rory cuz mm. certainly at the open he's yeah. got to be the, one of the one of the most followed players mm-hmm. people want to go and see someone like him or yeah. bryson or brooks whoever um did you find that when he'd finished a hole did you find that the crowd kind of were running off or or not not I'd like really i like to think they didn't i'd like no, to show no, some respect no 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 the
3: english the english crowds that's what I was about to say. are unbelievable to be honest with you they're they're probably the best in the world yeah, and they, i'm not i'm not just kid. saying that i promise actually they are <laughs> me and mike caddy, we talk Irish. about it all the time yeah they're really really good in
1: what way because it's kid i think it's, it's It's like yeah when
3: you don't see any of the getting the whole
4: stuff deal yeah much and it's you know
3: and it's they're respectful too you know they're not they understand you know the sometimes
4: they understand the game
3: yeah sometimes you know you might you might hit a good shot to 30 feet you know and they understand that that's a good shot you know and they'll clap and say good shot sam or good shot Hade," whatever you know whereas you know in you know like america or some other places they might not be as welcoming to that or understanding Um, you know understanding sorry yeah
4: a lot of a lot of the time you know you can actually have a pretty difficult shot in your hands and you know the sort of idea from somebody who maybe doesn't understand golf is well he's a professional he should be able to hit it to the green very close and if he doesn't well then i'm disappointed yeah Whereas I feel like the spectators in the UK you know, and, and Ireland have a very good etiquette, a very good understanding of the game. So if we've got a chip and we chip it to 25 feet and it's not a very difficult chip, they'll probably not clap because yeah. they know that by clapping it will infuriate mm. infuriate us even more. Yeah. So they've got that understanding. Whereas some, some places we go, we chip it to 25 feet and it's like, yeah, and you'd rather and not. And you think, mm, please no. <laughs> I, <can't have> <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to be throwing <laughs> in. Yeah. Yeah. That depends
2: on like where the event is and what the infrastructure's like. If it was somewhere quite mm. remote where people just who don't like golf, there's a golf event on, it's a day out, let's mm. go and see what it's yeah. like. Yeah. Whereas I think the Open in particular, you do get casuals, but you get a
1: lot more serious people going to the Open, don't you? Yeah. You see them in the yeah. golf shoes and they'll travel a couple of hours to come and watch. I suppose, mm. if, let's say you're playing in Dubai and behind one of the grandstands they've got like a a, a, a Bacardi bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know what I yeah. mean, and, it, and it's like they're having a bit of a party, mm, or whatever. Yeah. And, they, and either those come in for free, yeah, you know, that, they're, either not, yeah. Sort of, they're either not bothering watching you, or even if they, you hit a shot, they're like, Yeah, yeah I didn't go in the hole.
2: yeah, yeah you put yeah, like a yeah. 30 foot or to like an inch, like, I didn't go in, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, <laughs> just keep like, on walking.
4: Sometimes, like, you know, some events, it's almost like the golf is just like on the side, yeah, you know, that like people actually go to the golf to get a few scoops in them yeah you know, that's pretty much what it's all about yeah, and and w- yeah. how do you feel about that? i don't i don't have a problem you know as long as again like etiquette is what's important yeah. you know if if i'm trying to at the end of the day i'm trying to do my job yeah you know and i'm not going to come walk into your into your office and start making noise you know whilst you're on a phone call or whatever it is yeah, yeah. you know so i sort of expect the same from you yeah you know <laughs> You can yeah, make I agree. you can make as much noise as you like, but once there's a player who's over his golf shot, it doesn't take a lot to, you know, yeah, be, gotta be you got five seconds. Yeah, you gotta be quiet
3: hours. for ten seconds, five, yeah. five, ten seconds, and that's it. you, know, you got to be respectful. You can hoot and holler all you want the rest of the time, but you know, once we're standing over it getting ready to whack it. Yeah. Question Maybe for it. you guys then I think
2: might resonate with a lot of our audience. So we've got a mixed bag of our audience, some great golfers, some new golfers, some very casual golfers. Obviously, you guys are, are, are sponsored by brands or at least get your clubs for free or whatever. But, like, I know you've got some of the older stuff in your bag. Certainly, mm-hmm. Sam, the three wood and the five wood, I think, is M5, is it, from a couple of years ago? Yeah. Um, how important do you think, like, the latest and greatest gear actually is, certainly for you guys, but also for, like, amateurs that you might play within pro ams or friends that you've got? Do you think, like, modern clubs make a massive difference over
3: five, six years ago, or not so much? Um, I think there's a there's a. Th- threshold. Um, you know, there's, you can, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, if something came out in 2021, it is better than something that came out in 2020. Mm. Um, you know, I think, you know, maybe something that came out in 2017, you know, then it might be time to upgrade. Um, you know, but for me, I just, I have a free, free bag. Um, you know, I can, I play whatever I want and, um, you know, I, I got fitted and I think, Fitting is probably the most important thing, um, you know, with golf equipment. Um, you know, and just see what's best for you from there. Um, I, I certainly, I think,
1: certainly think fitting for for players of your caliber
4: mm, like is outrageous because, outrage. yeah. like, that yeah. is literally fine-tuning but, uh, you to, the, to the, the device. I would. I mean, I know. <clears throat> I know this sounds maybe ill-informed, but I. I, I still. I still feel that even if you're a golfer who's wanting to, you know, start the game, you know, I think starting the game with good basics is what's key. You know, we can all teach a good grip, we can all teach a good posture, but if you're swinging a golf club that is not built for you, you're going to inevitably bring in bad habits. And that's why I think from, from an early age... Getting fitted is the right way to go because you don't wanna implement bad moves into your golf swing just because the club is not built for you. Yeah. And I and I think even if you are older and starting up the game, I still think I still think it's the way to go because you're just gonna make the game even harder by see, just swinging a golf club
3: yeah, that's one for you. Yeah, your, your, your body's going to react mm. to, you know, what the what the club's telling so it.
2: We, we've had this discussion before fitting, and I used to be a fitter for Nike, I think I said to you before, mm-hmm. but I,
3: I kind of see both
2: sides. Like, for you guys, obviously, it goes out saying you have the clubs yeah. that are best for you. And certainly for amateurs, there's certain things that matter. Again, if you're six foot five or five foot five, you're not going to use the same golf clubs that you shouldn't be doing, really. Mm. But, What I still think we're lacking so much. I don't know how much you guys see. This is what you do, but like you only get fitted by literally the most expert custom fitters, quite literally Mm. the best in the business, with the golf ball you play on the turf that you want to be playing off. But for so many amateurs these days, they go on like the the retailers start pumping this fitting message so much because they want to get more sales. Essentially, people doubt the clubs they've got five, ten years ago, which I get. But then you go for a fitting often in certain retailers, naming no names, but there might be someone who doesn't know that much and he mm-hmm. test one seven iron off a mat with a range ball. There's a lot, there's a long way to go still for the average punter to get anything like what you guys get.
4: I definitely think there can be some sort of intermediate fitting standard, yeah. right? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, that we're able to, Know, click shafts in and out of drivers, you can easily have a multitude of different, even if you had to color code them, you know, pink, whatever Whatever is the softest, you know, is this color, whatever is the hardest is this color. You know, I know there is more to de- that, yeah. but I definitely think there can be more done in terms of the intermediate fittings. Range. I agree. Well, that's proven by, like, when you go to, a,
2: again, a retailer, they'll have drivers, they'll have shafts, like you're saying, they might even have different grip things potentially, yeah. But then you want to try Voki. they don't have any demos, you have to tape mm. one up and go on a range. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, so you're saying that drivers are important to get fitted for, and irons are, but you can't test your wedges, the ones yeah. that you use more than any other yeah. club that's so important.
1: It's there's not a, it's not perfect,
4: but, yet, still, is it? but I still no. but I still think that, you know, even though it's still wedge play, I mean there's well, realistically in, in my eyes, you know, you you can get a multitude of different graphites, but I mean you there's only a few shafts that you really need and mm-hmm. a wedge you know i mean with a driver you yeah, know it is more important because it's more speed it, yeah and, it's more little different well yeah.
2: grinds and that now all these grinds a lot and uh, you have to put tape on the face of a mat but you know are you guys do you guys are you into equipment because i feel like there's two types of torpro uh, yeah i agree there's the guys that go oh yeah i've got a 6.5 tipped an inch one layer of extra on the hand here and other guys are like, I have no idea.
3: I don't even have a clue what shaft I have in my driver. Really? I literally didn't know until the other day. But you asked, yeah, you me asked him
1: about this putter shaft. That, oh, yeah. And you it, lo- yeah. it looks really fancy. And like, uh, I think it's this. It's yeah. like... Yeah. But, yeah. It, but it wasn't just a standard steel shaft. it's like no. some graphite LA golf yeah.
4: shaft. I think I think we have a pretty good understanding of what we have in the bag in terms of, like... You what, know what, what I
3: think pros are very... <laughs> yeah, yeah, brand I, shaft. <laughs> and I that's think
4: it. But tell me about for
3: me, For me, it doesn't... And you can probably speak to this too. It, it's all about what feels and looks right to yeah. you. I can you know, swing. I go, I don't care
4: if it says whatever on I can, it. I can swing a club that is clearly numbers wise not the club for me, but it, it can be just the way that the club sits, the way the club kicks through impact. It can be anything the that right just gets me feel yeah. exactly. yeah. so
2: are you guys? Are you more feel and number? I feel like that's again two ways
5: of
4: thought. Feel. People,
2: yeah, not yeah, feel. just all feel. So you maybe. what? What about if you were trying to driver from one of the brands that you might be working with, whatever that was, mm. five yards longer yeah. or a
3: shaft, but for you didn't
2: feel quite as good. Would you prefer the one that feels better, but maybe feels sacrifice better. a bit? Yeah. So better. I
3: yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing right now. The, the I'm using a driver right now that is slower than you know what I possibly could be using, but I know that it goes straight and it draws, it's and so it's not going to go into trouble that often and. It's going to keep me in the short grass. I think that's that
4: assain- building trust with yeah. whatever it is that you hit, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, I played with Jamie Donaldson about two weeks ago, and he whipped out a five wood mm-hmm. that was older than me.
3: I remember you telling me
4: this, yeah. It was, I'm, I'm not joking with you. This thing was older than me. He says he's said had to replace the shaft once and the head once. He had two. <laughs> well, no, that's not the same club, is it? No, oh, well... <laughs> well <laughs> i've had the, the same same the same, the same brand sorry the yeah, same, yeah the same the same head model the same head model, I same head it, model but i, I mean it's it was literally like 28 years old yeah like i think it was model. some
3: callaway thing like big bertha thing no, and he like still and he thing. still he smashes it today oh it's tiny you should see this thing this thing's Really that, size that's, of
2: penny. Penny. that's what's mad really though. Like you cruising. guys, obviously, on the range, and they'll be fit as though a trap man, GC cord, whatever. And you're mm. looking at numbers and spins and launch, which obviously all matters to maximize your performance. But equally, if you've got three holes to play and you're playing well and you want to kind of go par par birdie to win the tournament or make a cut, you don't hit a shot and go, I had 2,000 spin. I'm happy with no, that. It's no. like I hit the furway that's a long one. But yeah. another question, then, kind of following on from that a little bit, you guys obviously long hitters. We saw that today. There's some mm. bombs hit out there. <laughs> How much has kind of. The whole Bryson thing as well recently. Like, are you guys kind of chasing more distance, so you're kind of happy where you're at, or do you think it's as important as us as, as kind of golf fans that we are? So, then Rick and myself, we almost distance everything now. We're getting told how important it is. Is that the truth actually out on the course when you're playing in these tournaments?
3: Not for me.
4: Not for me. No, really. <clears throat> I think, and I and and I can't really talk for both sides, but you know, there are a lot of golf courses that we play that are just not suitable for that style of play. You know, if you you go out, you know, just trying to swing it as hard as you can with the driver. Imagine trying to
3: wing it at 200 ball ball speed around Krons.
4: Yeah, trying to wing it, you know, 200 ball speed in Krons. Yeah. In Switzerland, you, you're going to shoot numbers. So that's because you know. the
1: golf course in Europe aren't <coughs> set up for that sort of distance. I just
3: feel like it's, you know, we went you from Krons one week, you know, which is in six irons off tees to, you know, the next week was in Italy, which was 7,500 yards, and bomb is, you know, it's wide open. But You, you know, can, it's just completely different golf. You know, you get way more, I feel like you get way more variety And also,
4: here. I mean, if you go, and, and I think the European Tour, again, just showed it at the Ryder Cup, you know, the American style of play around the PGA National, which is a very similar golf course to what we play, you know, almost – every week you in know, Paris, in Paris, Paris national, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, the Americans came over there thinking that they could overpower the golf course. Yeah. That just wasn't the case, you know, and, and, and essentially the European tour, uh, the European side nailed them, you yeah. know? And that's the sort of style of play that we, that we have to sort of play here. You know, we play uh, under a lot of wind, you know, the, the balls, maybe not as, as hot as say in America. And, a lot of the time, you hit it off off, off line in Europe. You're not going to find that puppy again. There's no ways. That a puppy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what? the rick dive time on the golf course. Oh, is my puppy gone? <laughs>
1: I've lost my puppy
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> do,
2: you think, do you think though? Like, say silly analogy, but like to win the Premier League, you've got to be consistent over 38 games. You might lose one or two, but you've got to be consistent. Obviously, with like tour golfers now, certainly this whole distance thing. I imagine like if Bryson's off, I imagine it's seriously off. Or, like, say with that speed and that club head yeah. speed. Are these guys kind of almost happier now to so go, like, win, miss, code, miss win. cut, miss cut? Well, you know, yes. jokes aside, but is that more of a thing yeah. that people are happy to do? It's like, yeah. well, if I miss four cuts, but then win five a year, I'm going to win the t- money list or whatever. Definitely.
4: Mm. I definitely think that that's the way that the game's headed. So, like, Bryson would rather go, miss cut, miss cut, win, win, I'd
3: rather win four times, miss five cuts, than yeah.
4: finish 10th every week. Yeah. I don't know about you. Uh, the only thing I would say is that, is, is Bryson going to do that consistently every single day until like even when during his good weeks Mm. you know that's that's the question i ask is you know is he going to be able to constantly bomb it every week you know every day and even when he is in contention after three days of bombing it straight for the fourth day is he going to do it again i don't know like is he gonna run out just of energy so just swing I'm, the- I'm fascinated we
2: bring up bryson a lot on the podcast but it, mm. i'm actually a bit of a it fan of him it is like i watch his youtube yeah. videos now and like this he's literally hitting this shaft it's like stripping in his t-shirt mm. he's sweating. He's ripping, sweating i mean you gotta you gotta i like like, mean you I gotta applaud to yeah. you
3: gotta applaud what he's done i mean you know he's grinded his ass off you know to
4: he's he's quite, you know, quite to get the way he is because his swing is so up and down He's he's quite lucky at the fact that he can go at it like that. Yeah, and he's a big boy. Because because that uh, Rory, when he swings it, it's like... It's not even a swing, it's like... Poetry. Like poetry, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah it's like, just like a flowing motion. It's like the ocean moving, yeah. it's just going. It's just, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> <not> just <laughs> nat- natural. Yeah, it? Flu- fluidity. Of the yeah. Tail. Now, would you want to see him swinging it harder? I don't know.
1: No. 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 What would it take, then let's say we, we we get a crystal ball into the future and in 2022 Bryson goes to win three majors f- five or six PGA Tour events and mm-hmm. it's almost proven to have worked distance yeah do you then chase it do, do, you, do you feel like you have to then do something about your current game to, to potentially catch up and this is obviously mm. all just presuming if he
4: predicting this may happen if he if he beats Tiger's record, then I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a long way <laughs> off. I mean, it's that's pretty, my thought Tiger
2: on it. was long, though. I think we forget when Tiger yeah. first came out. Yeah, he but was yeah, he, was yeah, he was silly long. He, he
4: was long. He was. That is that is for sure. But I, I still think that Tiger didn't try and reinvent the game. That's true. I mean, he... He, he did reinvent the game. He reinvented, <laughs> he reinvented yeah, the he game just by played playing as game. close to perfect as you could. Yeah. Yeah, he just
3: never shot himself yeah. out. The tournament was always there. And when he was there, I mean, that's like I said earlier, you know, he would win.
4: And again, that's what was so impressive about Tiger was that he just did not miss a beat. You know, it was week in, week out. He was yeah. playing.
3: I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 went, I saw a video on Instagram a few weeks ago when he was talking about his miscut his miss streak. And he said that that to him was the one that meant the most because... You know, as as you and I know, you know, you get you get weeks where you know you're not quite getting the, the breaks, or you know, you get the wrong side of the draw, or yeah, you know, you just don't have it, or you just don't feel like being there, you know. And to make a hundred and forty three cuts in a row, <laughs>
1: that's phew. yeah, because yeah. he can't have had his A, B, or maybe even C game, not even C game, and he still did it. I yeah, like say, that's not sometimes. I'm sure you've both experienced where you won off the mark for making the, mm. making the, the yeah. cut. And you I might have not have done that much wrong, but you got a bad no. bounce. On you your, do nothing wrong. You, l- you lost the puppy up the side of 17. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah. exactly
4: yeah. You do
3: literally nothing wrong. You know, you have a few lip outs and you know. But you also,
4: but also mind wise as well, you know, you're not leading the golf tournament. So not everything is, you know, good. Mm. Whereas when you're on the cut mark, maybe something's a little bit dodgy. Maybe the three wood's going a little bit right. It's a little hectic. You know, and, and that's, and that's the sort of mentality that you're in. You're on the cut mark. Things are there's a lot of uncertainty. Whereas when you're leading, you have one thing in your mind. You know, I want to no. keep the lead, keep the lead, keep the lead. Whereas cut line
2: is question on the cut. Then so I know you could you could probably play. You guys obviously know much better than I do. You might have some weeks where you play okay, miss the cut, it doesn't quite the balls don't drop. all, it's, might have a bad bounce here and there. But realistically, I know this is a bit of a negative thought. But like, if you miss a cut, okay, I missed a cut. How many miscuts and rolls it take? I don't know if you had this experience where you think like shit, this is getting serious. Is it three? Is it four? Or does that not happen? Or is is
4: there a point? Well, where... I mean, like I'm I'm in the situation now where I've, I think the only cut that I've made, I pulled the top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know how yeah. I did that, but yeah, you did. You know, I've I've really had a pretty tough tough time, and, well, especially off the tee. But you know, you just you just got to keep rolling with it. I think you, I think like you, I think you
3: just head down. You just grind it out. Just you know, No matter how bad it gets at the end of the day, the little white ball has no clue who's hitting it. Mm, and you just got to yeah. head down, just grind it out. It's going to suck. It's, it's yeah, just going to happen, but you just got to head down and just grind it out. And you feel like any week you could
2: just win. Like, you're good enough. You've pr- both proved you're yeah. Literally. Win. So, like, literally, you could next week win. Anything, yeah. anything
4: can... Anything can happen. Crazier things have happened in the of game of golf yeah. than,
3: yeah. you know, someone, up, you? someone yeah, exactly. winning a golf tournament. If you just you know keep, won.
4: keep turning up and just, as my Keddy's good mate would say, just believe, brother. Just believe. <laughs> <laughs> just turn up and believe. I like that guy. I like do you feel that guy. Though, like, like even, even meeting him, <laughs> I like
2: that guy. Even though you've obviously had a bit of a rough time, as you mentioned, do you still feel that, like actually like next week at the Alfred Dunhill, You've obviously got, we've seen today, you've got the game. Like,
4: it could just happen. Four days, four days could change somebody's career. You know, you can, you can, you can literally go from the position that I'm at to winning the Dunhill and then playing DP World, you know, something that was, something that wasn't even on, on the map. Now, all of a sudden it's, I don't don't actually even need to do anything. 260 shots away. You know, yeah, literally
3: 260 shots away.
4: That's, that, that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's mad. That, isn't it? And I think that's what drives us so crazy about yeah. this game. I mean, we're all
3: crazy, crazy bastards. Oh yeah. We're, we're all, we're all, we're all crazy. Do
1: um, you, you'd openly admit that right? yeah, when you yeah. hang around yeah. with, what is it?
3: I don't know. We're just,
2: You play so much golf. You like, just, I think travel you in chase
3: a little like, white ball trying you, to get in a tiny hole. For that's your job. That's your job. You got to do that for <laughs> literally <laughs> do you, do you twenty-five night? times a twenty-five weeks a year.
2: I sometimes have the weird thought. I mean, I'm not a good golfer, but like, I wake up and think, imagine if I went to the range tomorrow and just couldn't hit the ball anymore. Like, do you ever have that
4: feeling? where imagine if you woke up so, tomorrow and just couldn't hit a golf ball. Like, I could talk forever about about <laughs> golf, but David Howell had had something very similar about that. He was, I mean, he was flying. He was like top fifteen in the world mm, at the stage, was? and then. Wake up, uh, woke up one, one day on the third day. He was leading some, well, not leading very close to the lead. He just forgot how to swing, swing the golf club. Just said, uh, I forgot how to hit it what the way that I know how the to hit it.
1: Hell, golf for hell. the yeah. mental. But, but think about this, right?
2: You two, obviously, amazing, amazing golfers. If you're at a seven iron now and you're like 180, 175 from the green, and the chances are i are gonna put it relatively close. Then, when you put the club in the bag and you walked that golf ball, you've swung a piece of metal. Yeah, I know. That's hit a little ball. It's crazy. That far, that accurate. Like, it it blows my mind sometimes. This this is what
3: What blows my mind. This is what blows my mind. You're making yourself move a piece of metal at like 125 miles an hour, making a ball go at like 185 miles an hour. (laughs) Into like a twenty yard wide fairway it's with wind going every direction, <laughs> and sometimes it's raining, <laughs> and there's water and trees and houses and and half, millimeter, half millimeter off. It's gone, out oh, it's, gone. it's gone. Oh, it's
1: gone. Oh, it's gone. It's horrible. Yeah. It's funny where did it go? I know. It's so such.
2: The a only weird, spot weird that you could say is similar, it's maybe like even snooker potentially, but even yeah, then snooker it's is like,
4: pretty but, close. But then, but then you got the same. You you could argue that there's no wind. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know the golf is the same. Golf is just.
1: I think the other thing, with golf, more more than any other sport, and I, and I still would argue to the dying day that golf is the hardest sport in the world.
4: Yeah, I you would. Even I would though, say it though there's as well. reports
1: that say that it isn't, which f- baffles me.
4: Mm. No, one one's played a perfect round of golf.
1: Nobody's ever shot eighteen. Nobody ever will. No, nobody can shoot eighteen. Done. Well, I think
4: no. I think realistically, even, even fifty-four. Realistically, you would argue that a perfect round of golf is eighteen birdies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but no then then done that. You would, but then equally, you guys get on par fives in two, so you've you had to miss a putt. Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah. It's so you'd not have perfect. To, the, the, the only way you so could have perfect, like perfect like would 50. be a hole in one. It'd just be good in regulation, but the ball goes in every time, potentially. So it'd be like, you get a two and a par four, one on a par three, three on a par... Like play a play. Hayden's and, and face. even six, <laughs> two, <laughs> two, two yeah. on a par five. Hayden's pondering. You have That's to get 18. It couldn't happen. Until somebody does that, it's... I think more than anything,
1: like any other the sports have... It's quite a linear te- um, technique.
5: Yeah.
2: Mm. You have to
1: do one thing pretty well. I even football, to a degree. Like golf, it's so many different components. Mm. Driving, I mean, could, irons, wedges, putting, chipping. Mo, the Mo, mental game as well is massive.
4: Mo Norman says it quite war well. He says, putting and hitting are two completely different games. Massive. That are called golf. Yeah. You know, one's on the ground, one's in the air. You know, and that's... It's true, mm. really is.
1: My
2: head's like I feel like you don't know, check anything about the universe. Just, yeah, you check out. like I know to, that's my head. My
3: head's just booming right now. So we're we're on talking about golf. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's mad.
1: So what, what's coming up next? Right, you next year, Sam. What I know you said you, you mm. more plan your personal goals. What are your goals for next year? Like, per, per, do you have performance goals at all?
3: No, I try. Nope. I never really have. So what do you want to get better at? Um, I, I don't st- know yet. Needs to I get better at twenty one against me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Um, What's that, cards. No, no. Chipping, chipping, game. chipping game. He keeps smoking me in this chipping game. He's chipping, chipping guard? Game? I've seen that before. Yeah. chipping game.
4: How do you play it? So you get two balls each. Yeah. And then you chip two balls, obviously, to the hole, and whoever gets closest gets two points, and the second closest one point. So, so you could get first three. First, f- yeah. Yeah. So first and if you player, chip
3: in, you get five.
4: Yeah.
1: And it's the first person's to twenty. Yeah, he beat me like that. twenty-one. He beat me that. like
3: twenty-one twelve last week.
4: Yeah, I you think. got hurt. Bro.
3: Yeah, I got. Yeah, that's really good, actually.
4: Yeah. Um, Although I did hit some naughty ones off, off the down slope in the bunker, which <laughs> yeah, you did gave me a lot of points.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, I haven't looked at my stats f- even for this year yet. So I'll do that at the end of the year because you're on you're in game mode, right? In game mode, just um, you know, I sort of. I know so from the stretch of seven weeks tournaments I know I'll go go home for a month so I know what I feel like I need to work on from this stretch of events um and then you know hopefully that'll lead me lead me good to the back end of the year and then um you know I'll have a sit down with my team um and go from there and see see what we've come up with you have Sean Foley as your coach I do how did that come about yeah, it's a pretty interesting story. So I've known Foles since I was 15-ish, 16. Um, my college coach, J.C. Deacon, and Foles are really close friends. Um, and then at the end of last year, I tore a disc in my back in Cyprus. Um, and I got some MRIs and stuff like that, and I had to be out for a while. And I wanted to... Make some changes in my swings to um, basically go around my injury to basically strengthen those those parts and not put as much pressure on those. And um, you know, I called Folds and met with him. And um, you know, he came. We he came and looked at me. And yeah, we yeah we've had a pretty good relationship uh, ever since. You know, we he's always we were always talking on the phone, and um, you know, he's always checking up on me and. Um, yeah, he's it's, it's a pretty chill guy. He might have Tiger's number in his phone. He might. He might. He might do. He definitely does. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> close to Tiger. <laughs> uh, uh, Basically,
2: all oh, this channel that Rick's set up I Tiger Yeah,
3: I know. Uh, time, yeah, just to I know. Tiger <laughs> he's just... He's just using just, everybody. Is, tried being yeah. That didn't work. Next, right, let's try Sam Hall's Like
1: Next time we're having a lesson yeah. off Sean. Know mm-hmm. no Rick you, Shields'. Is. You record your swing, mm-hmm. okay, and just go... Oh, can I just have a quick look? At, can I just have a quick look at your phone? Yeah. Can I, can I just have a look at that swing? Yeah. Oh, Sean, I think someone's after you over there. Yeah. yeah.
3: Go to the T. Go to the T section of the contact. I, I just think you'd be, be on the goat. Forward <laughs> contact. <laughs> yeah, the goat. Just forward it to myself.
1: So I'm. It's quite interesting hearing that. Obviously, much more about your actual own performance. Huh? That's really, mm. really. I, I feel like it's something that's new that's developed more recently with players. I don't know if, if you found mm. that as well. It feels like I've spoke to a few people who kind of want to control the controllables more than anything because there's so many stats available. I guess you can yeah, monitor it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true.
3: Stoods. You know, I think this also goes back to the depth of the game of golf is ridiculous. You know, there is so many players each week that can win on any tour. Yeah. Um, you know, one of my one of my best friends from home. We were just talking about it. he plays some mini tour events, and we, he came and watched me two years ago at Wentworth, um, and he had just played a tournament last week, and I said, what do you actually think, you know, the mini tour bros would, you guys, and he's like, I have no doubt that for three days, or four days, one someone would gets like 15 under, yeah. um, you know, and I think that, you know, the level of golf is so deep, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's so hard to win on any tour, um. You know, and I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, you look at people around my age or, you know, Justin Thomas's age, you know, that's sort of the Tiger era. And, you know, he sort of got us into golf and sort of made golf cool and, you know, made it popular for people to play. And, you know, I think, you know, to put, you know, to win five, seven times a year, you know, that's putting a lot of pressure on yourself that I feel like, you know, you don't really need and. You know, you can, you can only control playing good golf and, you know, that's all you can do.
1: When you were at your highest world ranking, do mm. you know what that was? No. 79th. Okay. According to Wikipedia. Okay. I think I think you've already answered my question. I'm guessing at that point you didn't think I'm the 79th best player in the world. No. I 100% would think that. 100%. You
3: know what's
2: mad, right? So you're 100. 100%.
1: 109
2: think you are now in the world.
1: Uh-huh. Well, so essentially he only knew that because I told him this so morning. He didn't even know. But essentially, yeah.
2: there's if we did it by the world rankings, there's 108 people on the planet better than mm-hmm. you in golf if we're just going it literally.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, you can walk. Hey, Hayden's like, yeah, but I beat him back nine. Yeah.
2: And he bombed it past him. Jardim. <laughs> <laughs> but, he like. Got hurt.
4: You, can,
2: you can walk in. This is what I think is mad, right? You can walk in to. Any golf shop, any golf course, pretty much in the world, and there's no... Any driving range, you can just walk on, and there's not a soul better than you. That's mad. I know. It mm-hmm. is pretty crazy to think.
1: But then, he walks on the driving range at the Open, mm-hmm. and 107 players are better than him. Yeah. Well, statistically better. Well, yeah, yeah, statistically.
4: But you know it's what true. I like about that, is that if you were the 108th best footballer in the world you would be mobbed with people. Oh,
2: massively. Oh,
3: you would, yeah?
4: You would be mobbed. Whereas you could still be the 100th best player golfer in the world. And no one
3: has a clue who I am. Well, yeah. Not like? a damn clue. Like, like,
4: it doesn't sound cool. <laughs> yeah. But I think it would be quite cool if you got to that stage. Well, you this know is what I'm slightly
1: saying? embarrassing Uh uh-uh. for you. Okay. And you. Okay. Um, On this table, we got stopped on the golf course a few times today. Yeah, on the before guy turned up, uh-huh. I think I got maybe asked for the most pictures. Yeah, then guy, then I know nobody. You see, you, you see too. See, we're Bad just. I tell you
2: what, then I'll swap that picture that guy took for a quarter of your bank balance. But <laughs> also, <More, more>, <laughs> Sam's
1: got a, a Lamborghini Euros. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what I'm
2: saying. It's
4: it's. Uh, well, That's why it's unique, th-
2: though, because, like you said, you you could you could break in. Even, I mean, I can't imagine Matt Fitz Matt Fitzpatrick gets recognised
4: much in England. No, if no. he went to the Trafford Centre for a burger, even,
2: I bet not a single person would but stop even, him. no but
4: even if you you, if you took it further than that, really, if you if you took even, and I, I might not I might not be right, but if you say took Dustin Johnson and you just put him in normal clothes, and you just told him to walk. I think you'd be surprised right, at how I many think, people would I walk think, past him. Oh no! Oh, so many
3: people. Any the only people who would know who he was would someone is someone who pays attention to golf. Yeah,
4: yeah. But uh, if you if you took LeBron James, uh, oh, and you put him in Ronaldo. normal gloves, yeah, people would not get off of him. I'll tell you what. Oh. I've got
1: I've got a couple of players. Not maybe not Dustin Johnson because I think people would, but someone like a Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, yeah. It, who has been voted the number one best player on the PGA Tour this year? Yeah. I honestly believe you could put him in any shopping mall yeah. and he would not get. Just give him a shirt and some slops
4: and no one will know who he is. He'd no, be fine.
1: Would you then? Last question. Would you rather be. I'm trying. There's a really good question somebody asked. Is it something like would you have li- rather lived your life like Tiger Woods mm-hmm. or Matt Kuchar? I think
4: you'd l- rather live your life like Matt Kuchar. 100%.
3: 100%. Really?
2: I think Tiger Woods' actual life from start to finish been not well, as glamorous as people think. Well, um, like the way he grew up with his dad and stuff, oh, it was, yeah. was
4: tough. Yeah, I think, but I also think.
1: Any Tiger Woods? <laughs> I don't know. But
4: even, but I think, um, Bill, uh, is it Billy, the guy who caddies for Matthew Fitzpatrick, Billy yeah, Foster, Billy. Billy Foster? Yes. Uh, he, he even, I think, he wanted to go to dinner with Tiger, and Tiger even said, "You don't want to do that because you just not." going to ever like yeah, we'll enjoy it. enjoy your meal it's like people just Rick. come up to you
2: Never we go out. Well, i can't enjoy anything that
4: is true Stop
1: all the time that is true you
3: saw all, all the pictures he was taking today
1: yeah well honestly that was class i didn't i didn't know where that was going to go and it, i feel like we've been here there and everywhere yeah we have
2: i think it was different because initially we just thought it was going to be um the three of us as in and me, me, you and Sam. Me, you and Sam, sorry, yeah. And it was probably going to be like, how did you start playing golf? Which is really exciting, but it's kind of often it is quite like my dad played or whatever. And mm. the fact that we had the four of us and Hayden joined, I think we got so much more random stuff. Yeah, the, and we were just chatting. Just
4: yeah. spiced it up with the, kind the South African.
2: Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the background of being a tall player, the highs,
1: the lows, like what it's actually like. And then off camera, they both single.
3: Yeah, buddy. Sliding the DMs.
1: No. Oh, I was going to dive into, like, what's it like being a bloody single lad out on tour? Being a long-term relationship. That Sam's life, is It's fun.
3: It? It's good. COVID hasn't made it fun, but it's
1: have you fun. complete Have you completed Tinder? <laughs> or do you not need to? No.
3: You've got a Lamborghini Urus and two
2: <laughs> European tour wins. Look at his
1: face. He's like...
2: <laughs> no, I have not
1: completed Tinder, but... yet yet Yet. nice (laughs) so if there's anybody listening if
3: there's anybody sign the dms
1: (laughs) (laughs) that that message is for you mark (laughs) 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 Uh, right awesome thanks gents um oh by the way
2: not actually right now, but when this comes out, it'll be my birthday today. Oh, happy well, birthday, pal. Happy As birthday. When this comes out, thank you. It's on Aww. Tuesday. Oh, very so nice. slide into my DMs and wish me happy birthday.
1: There you go. There you go. Uh, thanks for listening. We've got one more episode for the 99th, and then boom, 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 live show 100th. I'm excited. Uh,
2: by the way, the worst thing about having four people
1: is just horrendously tall, Mike. Yeah. I've been messing with all day. If you want to see, if you want to watch the video, check see out, guys. guys, big one. Yeah, good one. Get, into, get involved. Right, Sam, Aiden, good luck with the rest of the season good luck with your careers I'm sure so you'll thank it. you thank and uh, you. we've got quite a good lucky charm so I, I honestly believe if anyone's listening they should bet on you for your next tournaments it. hopefully it doesn't backfire. Good now alright nice guys. <laughs> guys cheers guys cheers. cheers boys thanks